everyone. Welcome to Perspectives of Change. Uh, sometimes we forget that our perspective as change agents is just one of many. And Perspectives of Change show is dedicated to exploring how to not change forward by understanding and valuing multiple perspectives. Uh, I'm your host, Sadika Karbanda, uh, trying to enable the change DNA in one or more of us, including myself at all time, my mantra being Disrupt Unleash and co-creating the tomorrow with all of you. So with that short introduction, I'd like to welcome our guest today, uh, Jahan Kasita. Is that correct to pronounce? Yes, that's right. Awesome. Jahan. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So um, I'm Jahan, Agile coach, I'm currently uh, working with uh, two teams of engineers, very technical people. So I've embarked on the lean change management journey, I would say a year ago, almost. Um, and yeah, it's been exciting. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember when we started that and all the challenges that you were getting from your context and yeah, with all the other people in the workshop, it was interesting to co-learn with you, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So you're dialing in from Belgium. Tell us a little more. Yes. Because the last we met, you were in Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia, Jehan. So before we get on to the topic, tell us something about your journey from mm -hmm. Malaysia to Belgium. <laughs> yes. So um, I'm actually a very new coach, agile coach or scrum master. Um, so I started my uh, Scrum Master journey, um, I would say, two and a half years ago, uh, and I was in Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur. Uh, so it was a transition for me. I was previously an application security analyst, um, so that was a completely new role that I was getting into, and uh, I actually really enjoyed it. So. After three years, um, I wanted an ex a new uh, challenge. Um, and I was thinking, why not um, relocate to the headquarter where there are some interesting challenges uh, in the office and where I think that I could bring some value to, to the team. So, and also for my personal journey, um, I've always wanted to uh, relocate to, to Europe. Uh, so that was also um, a contributor to, to my relocation. So yeah, so now it's been three months. <laughs> I'm still very new to, to Belgium, <laughs> but yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting used to, to the environment. Awesome. So uh, I know the topic today we are talking about is lean coffee and change in your context, but Tell us something about Belgian coffee before we get to the lean coffee. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting because uh, I've not bought coffee outside uh, okay. since I came <laughs> because I have a coffee machine. <laughs> yeah. okay. so I prefer to make my own coffee. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I think uh, what is interesting is that uh, in the office, you have a coffee corner. So this is where people usually socialize. Um, yeah, and it's really the place to go if you want to have a quick chat with your colleagues um, over coffee. And I've been taking um, a quick water break for me. 
and uh, taking this opportunity to uh, get to know other people in the office. Awesome. So maybe maybe that's a good uh, segue into the lean coffee topic, because I remember when we connected last year, you know, we've been talking about lean coffees in the context of lean change management. And you've been exploring and you've been experimenting with the number of lean coffees in your context. So before we dive into what experiments might you have tried, uh, mm-hmm. how about we try and, you know, get a picture of what does lean coffee mean to you? You gave us something already in practical terms of, you know, uh, informal uh, structure there. But tell us more. What does lean coffee mean to you personally? Um, I think uh, when I hear lean coffee, uh, it's more informal. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a very casual, informal way to get people together and talk about, discuss about any topics. Um, So it's also, um, yeah, I think there's an element of um, safe environment. Mm. When we say, let's have a lean coffee chat today, I think people really uh, feel really welcome and they're okay to come in and share what they, have on their mind so really that's the, the perspective that i get it's really simple it's um informal and yeah welcoming nice so i like the fact that you see people can come and share what they have on their mind which kind of brings brings my favorite question i think i think you've heard that a lot in the workshop because we always talk about co-creation right and lean coffee is all mm-hmm. about co-creation so do you want to shed some light on one of your experiments where you through lean coffee had have kind of you know co-created that change in your context because you and I've been talking a lot offline about that so share something with us from an experiment point of view yeah I think where it has been most useful in my context is um, uh, to bring the a group of people that is uh, our tribe, as we call it, um, to align, more on alignment, I would say. And it's really uh, been really useful to have a large group of people come together and bring out questions and concerns that they have about the change. And for the leaders to understand what's really going on on the ground and clarify some assumptions, um, some concerns, um, and making sure that everyone is aligned uh, and understand what's going on. So it's really helped to address fears and concerns. Um, And yeah, I think after the lean coffee, people usually are more aware Mm-hmm. And they feel less um, anxiety about the change because some of the questions has been answered. And yeah, they get to hear um, different perspective from the ground and also the perspective of the leaders. So it really helps to really bring alignment uh, amongst everybody. 
Oh, I love all the points you've shared. So I'm just going to try and summarize it so that, you know, we can consolidate it also for our listeners and viewers. So, yes, it helps us bring alignment, especially I think if it's a large number of people, it still works. So we're not saying it just works for small groups of people, but also for larger groups of people. Uh, bringing concerns to the surface, bringing transparency to the leader and from the leader. So it is bi-directional. As I hear it, yeah. it's not just one-sided. It helps to clarify and understand what's going on. So the leaders can understand what's going on on the ground. Also, because, uh, you know, there is a bi-directional flow of information uh, and that's through conversations and discussions. It helps the people on the ground also understand the perspective of where the leaders are coming from. So obviously, if, you know, a change is being brought to the uh, context, then it definitely reduces the uncertainty, definitely reduces the anxiety that you said. And so hopefully it brings more, uh, how do you put it, more uh, welcoming attitude to the change than just pushing it back. But it, of course, allows the right questions to come to the surface and get answered from everybody in the context yeah yeah and i think um one useful i would say tool from the lean coffee is the ability to vote on the topic that mm -hmm. you want to that's more close to your heart so i think with a big audience this is really helpful especially when there are so many questions coming from uh the group so they are able to vote, they have two votes and they are able to vote on the topic that uh, they really want to hear. Um, and that also gives them um, some kind of involvement. Um, and yeah, so the topic that has the most votes are usually the one that uh, will be answered first, will be discussed first. and. Also, the discussion doesn't go on for a very long time uh, because it's time boxed. So it gives us the opportunity to understand whether the crowd has had enough information or if they want to continue to discuss the same topic. Um, and this really helps to also give us um, an understanding of what is the most important topic for, for the audience mm. and whether it has been addressed enough um, so that we can move on to the next one. Awesome. Yeah, I was just making some notes because I think you brought out some really cool points. So what's most important to everybody who's involved in that change? <laughs> Excuse me. That's one. And secondly, everyone feels involved because, you know, they feel they're being heard, their questions matter. And then based on the priority that each of them puts to the questions, that's really what we together are going to clarify or discuss and, you know, uh, bring out. And even more importantly, like you said, it's time box. So it's not that you can just go into rabbit holes. And if everyone still feels the need to discuss, then you continue to discuss maybe for short times. But as long as everyone feels you need more clarity, you continue. But if everyone has all the information, then you kind of stop that. So that's Really awesome, which which is kind of co-creation, right? Because it is everybody involved in the process. And now you are making sure that people have more alignment back to your previous point. 
with more alignment, bringing more clarification, more transparency, and in a way, it also builds trust and bypasses the resistance that people might end up having. So that's brilliant. Yeah. Go on, on, please. Yeah, no, I think it's been one of the uh, most used tools, I would say, (laughs) in the organization because of how simple it is to use um, and facilitate. Uh, because to be honest, the facilitator only have to just make sure that uh, things are uh, time boxed um, and that, you know, uh, people are able to vote and things like that. But really, the facilitation is very minimal um, and it really helps um, to engage the whole crowd very easily. And like you said, as well, it could be a small audience or it could be a bigger audience. Really, there's, I think there's no limit to the number of people that could attend the Lean Coffee. So, yeah, I think it's uh, it's been widely used, I would say, in the organization because it has, has helped us with so many different initiatives and experiments that we are trying to do just to validate those experiments and to also get insights from people. So once we try something, we want to understand whether it's well received by um, the squads, the developers, the engineers, so all groups of people. And these are really, um, yeah, the best way I think that we could achieve that and gain insights from them. Awesome. Now, you've already been talking about so many benefits. So I don't want to ask a specific question because I think there's so many benefits that you can get and that you've been talking about. So my question would be, I don't know if whether you've been doing this more online or is this more in person or is this more like a hybrid setup? So I'm curious first about that. And what kind of challenges might have you been facing when you started to experiment with lean coffees? Uh, so it's been mostly virtual. Okay. Because we work with people from different locations. So we have offices in Malaysia, we have offices in Belgium, sometimes other parts of Europe. So really, uh, the best way to do it is virtual. Uh, I've not experimented with it in person. But I think that would be uh, interesting to see how it goes as well when people are there uh, physically in the room. Mm. Uh, But I would say the challenges that I face using this, um, I think not really challenges, but as a participant, I've also been a participant of the the Lean Coffee Mm. and not just facilitating uh, the lean coffee, but I think maybe as a participant, if your question do not get enough votes, then you know maybe you feel that okay, you've not uh, received the answers that you were hoping for in that meeting. Um, and uh, yeah, but it's always been very interesting and insightful, regardless. So I would say yeah, maybe that's the only only challenge that I see as a participant of the Lean Coffee. Mm. That's interesting because ideally, uh, so from my my perspective again, and from the teams that I've been coaching on Lean Coffees, I would probably say, huh, well, it's not about who put the question out there and what question it was. The more important factor, of course, could be whether that question's a priority to everybody together, right, as a team. And if it's not, 
maybe it is not or maybe it just gets answered through other questions and we have no idea uh, a lot of mm-hmm. times it does end up happening right so i'm curious how did you navigate that challenge because yes it is a challenge a lot of people do feel that when you start with it before you know you get the hang of the fact that it's not really a big deal but mm-hmm. you got out a very fantastic challenge so how do you navigate that yeah so like i said we usually do this with very large group so we have a lot of questions coming through so i think that's why sometimes we're not able to answer or everybody uh doesn't have the opportunity to discuss all of the topics so what we've been doing is either address those questions offline okay so since we already have a, a backlog of questions and they are already prioritized i think it's easy to then look at it offline and say okay these are uh the next topic that has not been discussed but who has who still ha- which still has a lot uh, uh of votes so people still want to know about this topic but we just did not have time to discuss it so then we'll just extract those and maybe create um an FAQ page or we'll just have uh, another lean coffee session about two because sometimes it's too much information in one in one session so then we split it into two different sessions and then we say okay let's have a separate session where we will look at the other questions uh that has not been answered yet awesome michael okay so my my final question to you jahan would be if you had to give advice to anybody experimenting with a lean coffee um for the first time what would that be i would say um make sure the topic is clear for everybody before starting so the audience um and make sure that you have the right audience as well uh for the lean coffee uh so that's um more on the facilitation part um but yeah but also there's always uh, an opportunity to um pivot and address those with, with the audience um so i would say yeah don't be afraid to try it it's mm-hmm. very easy to to use just and sure you have the right people there in the room or uh, virtually and that the topic is understood by everybody awesome for that really fabulous advice thank you so much jahan for joining us today and thank you all for listening and watching us uh remember to subscribe by clicking the subscribe button below and if you're listening into our podcast do remember to subscribe to the podcast too i will see you soon at the very next one with yet another special guest and another special topic uh thank you all and bye for now stay safe stay healthy